0: Let's talk about Iron Man. (laughs) Did you watch it, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I got good notes for this. Do you? Yeah. I got tons of notes, man. So I've spent the whole film going, what the f is going on? Well, yeah. Are you ready for this? Oh yeah. Are we? Are we gonna? We should do. This is not a regular episode. This is not. Right. Okay. So we will do this for. We'll introduce this as a Thanksgiving one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's go. Hello,
1: and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Here on Filling in the Gaps, we typically talk about puzzle games and puzzling movies. Today is going to be our yearly tradition, as it's become. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Darren's recommended another one for our Thanksgiving episode. He wanted to know if I wanted to do it as a regular episode, but no way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no way. The first maybe 20 minutes I could, but after that, it's virtually impossible. Yeah. As always with our Thanksgiving episodes, tons of trigger warnings, violence, sexual content. If you are sensitive to anything, this movie is not for you. <laughs>
0: anything, yeah.
1: Including flash warning for Flashing epilepsy. lights and so, stuff, Yeah. We wouldn't recommend it to anyone except people who love the most ridiculous visual, some body torture.
0: It's body horror, Japanese body horror madness. This this movie is absolute bananas. Some
1: details. It's called Tetsuo the Iron Man. They made a second one as well. Ah, uh, third too. <laughs> I looked it up. Tetsuo 2, Body Hammer, and Tetsuo, The Bullet Man.
0: Oh, I haven't seen the third one. I've seen the second one, though. They're
1: all the same director, and I will tell you, there's a real slide down (laughs) on the ratings for each one. Uh, Tetsuo, The Iron Man, comes from 1989, mm -hmm. written and directed by Shinya Tsukamoto. Mm -hmm. It's unrated, so I don't know where I'd put it as far as, like, R, NC-17...
0: I don't, I don't think it
1: could be below that. No,
0: no, I don't think it could be below that, yeah.
1: Probably 18 and up, something like that.
0: Yeah, I'd say, yeah, it's, it's definitely an adult film. Not in that sense of, you know, pornography well, or whatever, but I mean, it's it's got well, some of that in it. <laughs> but yeah, this is like a Japanese... David Lynch meets Cronenberg for me, man. It's like, it's just some weird, far out, just absolutely bonkers film. But more intense. It's very intense. either of
1: those. And... Unbelievable to say this, but even less narrative. (laughs) Even the most abstract Lynch, I feel, is nothing compared to Tetsuo. It's just so out there. And yet, it's fairly positively reviewed. I think given what it is, IMDb has it at 6.9. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics at 82%. Wow. The audience at 76%. Oh, wow. Okay. Again, doesn't mean that they gave it high ratings, just more positive than bad. Yeah. It's only an hour and seven minutes. Thank goodness. I don't think I could have done it any longer than. It's too I did.
0: intense. It's too. It's so much high energy. It's high impact movie watching. Magic. It
1: is absolute sensory overload. It's
0: relentless. From
1: from about like the fifteen minute mark on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Once we get past that subway kind of or train sequence, hmm. he did so much in that sixty minutes that it was just like, yeah, it's. Super, super intense. So much
1: except have a, have a good story. narrative story,
0: <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, there is a story. It's there, but yeah. that's, that's not what we're watching this for, I don't think.
1: No, which is again is why I don't think this is a regular Caps episode. But here's our bonus, ridiculous <laughs> Thanksgiving tradition for those of you that loved our Threads episode and
0: our I'm not, Bad Boy I'm Bubby. <laughs> and those of you that didn't like our Threads episode. Yeah. <laughs> the comments are just like, you you guys suck. <laughs>
1: Well, here's another one for you to hate. (laughs) Uh... We're going to talk about it. We're going to give away everything. I will probably try to give meaning to stuff in a couple points. But ultimately, I think it's just to be a visual insanity thing. Yeah. I think for people who perhaps love as you do. Devilman Crybaby, mm-hmm. this might be a good movie for you. I'm not sure what else... I guess any sort of Lynch, and especially the Cronenberg with the body stuff. Yeah, If you like those things, or if you're not bothered
0: by those things, then maybe this is worth watching. Yeah, I'm not into body horror, but I-, I managed to push through some of it, because it's not too bad, or at least... <laughs> I'm saying that now, but once we start talking about it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's pretty bad.
1: There's a reason for that, though, I think. But right. we can't really get into that until we get into the spoiler section. It is absolutely insane. It's yeah. just wild. If that sounds like your thing, then give it a try. For those of you who don't care about spoilers or would rather listen to us talk about it for probably longer than the, <laughs> the runtime of the movie. movie <laughs> well, you here it is. Okay, so feel free to join us if you want. But this is your spoiler warning.
0: I love my first note. I've just written down What That's f-? <laughs> my first thing from watching this film, man, is just like, what? Whereas my first note is, wow,
1: this is black and white. <laughs> the film style makes it look way older than when it was released because mm. it's 1989, but it looks like it's a 50s movie or something.
0: Yeah, basically, the guy's dad told him, "Hey, get a real job. You're never going to make it as a filmmaker." I think this was his big middle finger to his dad. You know, like, look, I can, I can do it, and this is, this is what he ended ended up making. If I was this guy's dad and he showed me some of the early footage, I'd be like, man, I raised you wrong. <laughs>
1: I think if I was the guy's dad and even if he showed me the final film I would, one, yes I probably did something wrong but two, I I don't think you're going to make it kid because (laughs) I don't like this movie I respect it this is another one where I respect it for what it's trying to do, be totally wild and and visual Mm -hmm. this is a music video, this is not a movie there's not a narrative not really you could sum up the narrative quite quickly i think in this one. Oh yeah guy gets hit by car stuff happens yeah yeah becomes metal lots of death and then falls in love with a demon or something i still don't know what that that Creature person is and it turns into the Power
0: Rangers to. at the end or something like that. like yeah. evil Power Rangers. Anyway, that's the end of the film. Yeah,
1: yeah. So let's get back through the beginning. You're gonna have some unsteady hand cam walking and following a man in sort of like a rundown factory industrial area. Yeah. The music, a lot of it in the movie is it's sort of industrial music as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it which is. is
1: very fitting and and fitting for the time that it was made as well. So I think that's quite good. Although there is the really strong saxophone music that has some sort of like 50s style. Yeah. I, I don't feel like it fits, but again, that, that hits into the Lynch style, I think.
0: Yeah, but the whole, that, that whole opening, it does feel, it, in fact, doesn't he even start dancing at some point to this like techno industrial stuff? And it's like, it feels like it's an MTV, early MTVs music video. Yeah. And I think,
1: yeah, I think it would work much better for that. He's going to walk into a room. He drops some metal pieces on the ground. We get lots of shots of just tools and metal pieces. There's photos of runners for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then he's really sweaty as he cuts into his own leg and he grinds a metal rod in between his teeth. And then he shoves another rod into his leg. leg. yeah. I really had no idea what was going on at this point. I thought he was trying to make himself a better runner.
0: That's what I thought he was trying to, like, bionically enhance himself in the worst possible way. Like, I'll just stick bits of metal in my leg and then I'll be able to run real fast.
1: I will say, however, in the credits, in English, I believe this character is called the Metal Fetishist. Yeah. So that makes me more think that this is some sort of sexual thing for him. Mm-hmm. And given the rest of the movie, it just seems to reinforce that. Right. But this... I, I just don't get how that would be sexual to shove this inside your leg.
0: Well, Cronenberg did it with Crash. Yeah,
1: but I didn't like Crash either. I didn't, I
0: didn't like Crash. was too much for me. Yeah. Cronenberg Crash. Not the... What was the other one? Who was it? Was it... Who did the other Crash? Was it Paul Haggis? No.
1: I know the one you're thinking of, but I can't remember. Yeah. That. There's Heavy Breathing, and then there's Maggots on the cut already? It's almost mm. immediately... Yeah. It, I don't know if we're led to believe that time has passed Mm. or that he's done this multiple times. It doesn't make any sense. It's just there for the gross-out factor. He screams, he runs out, and then he appears to be hit by a car. But we don't really know at this point what happens. Right. We get that strong saxophone music coming in, some odd visuals of metal things, lots of montage in this. And also what I would say is there are some that are... Definitely stop motion and some that are not really stop motion, but there's time lapse, I right. guess. But they use that to make things appear as though they're moving faster. Right. It's just harder to follow for me and harder to understand what's actually happening.
0: That whole chase scene where it's just like all in stop motion. <laughs> it's, it's so
1: mad. So understand if I say something is in a stop motion, it could be one of those two things. Yeah. I just threw that as one blanket term to cover the, all of those weird shots that happen in the movie. This is the part where there's the montage of, I think, some water, then a metal, and in the industrial area, the man in the suit dances.
0: Yes, like David Byrne, basically. He's like a Japanese David Byrne.
1: And they've been slowly putting in bits of credits, but it's not till this point, seven and a half minutes in, that we have the very long and slow (laughs) title card that goes over the action of him dancing to say, Tetsuo the Iron Man. And that takes, I think, a full minute to get across the screen. It's so long. Yeah. (laughs) I heard a gunshot, at least I think that's what Mm -hmm. it was meant to be, We cut to a man shaving, which I think is meant to be the same guy, right? This is the guy who shoved a a metal rod in his leg and also got hit by a car and also was just dancing. Mm -hmm. He has some sort of metal protuberance coming out of his cheek. He pops it like a zit. And motor oil comes out? Something? I wasn't sure.
0: Something like that. It's black and white, so we don't know. Yeah. C- could be blood. Could be motor oil. Same color.
1: Could be chocolate. Could be, yep. Which was often used for blood and black and white. Yeah. At breakfast, there's a phone call. They just say, Moshi Moshi, over and over and over again, <laughs> which is "hello." Oh. the hello use for the phone. Yeah. Uh, what What is going on then? Then there's some sort of sex scene cut in. I think where the man and the woman against the tree, we're going to get a lot of that one. And then the woman on the phone says she's felt strange since the hit and run accident. And
0: I'm sorry. I just, don't get enough of these two men to know which is which. I mean, I think the metal fetishist is in his head anyway. I'm not sure. But the guy you're talking about that pops the zit, that's our main character. That's not the guy from who put the metal rod in his leg.
1: Okay, that's what I needed to know. Because the thing is, very soon, this guy, his whole face is going to be covered. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And with all the crazy makeup stuff and the way that this is filmed, I just really wasn't sure if this was the same person or if it was a different person. Right. Okay, so that is a totally different person. Yeah, it's a different guy.
0: Yeah, this, this guy and this girl, they're the guys that did the hit and run on someone else. Yeah. Okay. Is
1: the other guy dead? Because we get loads of flashbacks and things that appear to be from his point of view later, which made me think that... This was that guy Mm.
0: I think he's in his head I I think he's uh, It's part of his Part of his brain I I really don't know
1: Would you Fill it in then To say that his Brain got transferred Into this other guy
0: (laughs) Who knows, man? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I've, I've got no idea. Or, or is this guy the guy from the end? Like the the metal fetish? Is this the guy that at the end of the film? That because I think he says something about that hit and run as well. And I think that's him come back to find him. I don't know. I I mean, I always thought they were. At first, I thought they were two different people, and then I was like, no, maybe they're the same person. And this is all in his head. But by the end of the film, I'm like, no. I think that was another guy they left him for dead but he didn't die and now he's come back to fight and unite <laughs> well
1: but yeah we we'll, we're gonna have to get to that when we get to it i guess at the end but yeah. i mean that guy is gonna kind of come up soon because we see him get off of the train yep he sits and this woman moves away instantly yes yeah. smart move but it doesn't last long because she sees this pigeon or something I thought it was just a metal pile, like a pile of metal or I thought something. It sounds like a
0: dead bird, but with metal in it, yeah. Well,
1: that doesn't make any sense, because she takes a pencil and pokes it. I can't imagine she would poke a dead bird. That Yeah. Like, inside of it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But inside of that thing is the little demon. yes. I don't know why it's there. This part makes no sense to me at all. This, just...
0: this part. <laughs> the whole film, basically.
1: Yeah, but I think so much of the film is based on that demon character. Yeah,
0: That's the guy that's in his head, I think. that. that sorry, yeah, I'm getting mixed up. That guy is in his head, I think.
1: Okay. But it's just there. It's not even connected to no, him. No, no, yeah. It's... He didn't bring it. It has nothing to do with him. And yet is so completely intricately attached to him it seems Mm-mm. but yeah she pokes it and then she sort of becomes infested by it yeah the metal thing seems to be part of her hand now she starts chasing who i'm gonna say is our main character our sweaty around.
0: sweaty sweaty businessman
1: yeah she is referred to i believe as woman in glasses okay and that's where i don't know is this the metal fetishist or is this the guy referred to as man <laughs> <laughs> which does not help uh yeah if we got names in here at some point, mm. that might help. But yeah, I'm just so confused by who is who in yeah. this movie.
0: This is a good scene, man. This is I like this scene where she's chasing him down through the, all the little tunnels, and he's like trying to escape her on the subway station. And I was freaked out by this this chase scene, man. It, it scared me. He hides in a well. It looks like a cabinet, but then when she finally gets
1: it open, oh it no! A, wait, actually, this part is I think where. <laughs> He's hiding in a, a cabinet, but it's like a wire. Cabinet. That's right. That's right. And so she can poke through the mm. wire to get him. He tries to run. She catches him. So I think this is the one that you're talking about, uh, running through all the tunnels and stuff. Right. The metal has taken over now a claw like hand and she hits him with it mm-hmm. in fact
0: i think she hits him so hard he flies outside yeah she chases him all the way home basically she's like she, it's like this chasing goes on from the the train station right back to his apartment and we do this whole first person point of view camera just running
1: down mm-hmm. the area they do that a lot mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> it's not steady. And I get that you're trying to say that time has passed or that you're trying to make it look faster than right. it would. But this is not the way. <laughs> He's somewhere like in a garage or something. Right, yeah. She lifts the door with the metal hand because that makes her strong. She's really crazy looking now. He tries to attack her. And then the little demon man inside her is also there like suffering our character will knock her out and then struggles to stand in the narrow passageway outside there is now a metal growth happening on the man's arm and his ankles Mm -hmm. which gives him jet power (laughs) i guess because he can fly down the the road yeah This is probably the first time we really have this sort of stop motion Mm. or time lapse shots that become a motion of him flying forward on his super ankles. Yeah. We get visions of a sexy woman in like a metal bikini.
0: Yeah, this is the weird, a weird sex scene.
1: A weird just... One of. One of many, yeah. yeah. She has a weird giant tube coming out of her crotch or something, and she is going to violate him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't... I don't know where his clothes went. He just suddenly didn't have any anymore. Yeah. And this is the same guy, right?
0: Same guy. Super yeah. ankles? Mm-hmm, super ankles.
1: I mean, maybe it made more sense in the actual movie but in my notes it makes no sense it seems to go straight from one thing to the next yes. he's flying around on his super ankles and then suddenly he's naked kneeling on the
0: floor getting why pegged. because he's dreaming because he wakes up and then he's like oh, it was all a dream but it's not because he is actually full of metal or he's, he's getting filled up with metal and i think this is where his real girlfriend comes over and there's this very very awkward feeding sequence that's maybe, maybe there's just a few things that happen in between, but that's my next part of my next notes. It's like, there's just this, this bizarre sexual feeding sequence that comes up. Is this after he rips part of his cheek away? Maybe.
1: Mm. <laughs> she asked what's the matter. Oh, yeah, he yeah, says yeah. clearly nothing.
0: Yeah, no, no. I think, I think the, the, I think the feeding sequence is first or does that happen first? I don't think that happens first.
1: All right. Here's what I had next. Mm-hmm. We go down the street again in that first-person point of view. The man is now ripping off part of his cheek away, the metal part. He's trying to get rid of it, but it's going to keep growing back, I believe. The woman asks if anything is the matter. He says nothing, but clearly there's something (laughs) incredibly wrong with him. She looks normal now, so I don't know if this is a different person or if this is the same person.
0: I think it's a different... This is his real-life girlfriend, I think. This is the person that he was with him when he had the car accident with the, the guy.
1: Okay. They have sex. The screen goes staticky. We see a metal piece. She appears to push him away.
0: He cooks. Yeah, this is the weirdest feeding scene that I was talking about before. Yeah. This is just... (laughs) It's just the sounds that go along with the feeding are just... They're so out of place on purpose. Gunshots. Yeah. Like feeding her a sausage, but it sounds like it's made of metal. And I... I think this is meant to be sexual in some way, but
1: it really misses the mark for me.
0: I've only seen another dumb sexual feeding thing, and that was in Hot Shots Part (laughs) 2. Where he fries an egg on her belly or something like that. Yeah, that was like this. This was so uncomfortable to watch and so weird. Yeah.
1: Like I said, I think it's meant to be sexual, but it's just creepy. But it leads to him having a metal drill penis.
0: Didn't see that one coming.
1: And, uh... It's out of control. Yep. He destroys a table.
0: Yeah, he like (laughs) drills right through the table, yeah.
1: His body starts going lumpy in places, makes, again, weird sounds. He leaves the room. He tries to hide in the closet. They cry. She begs him to come out. He has a metal hand now. She opens the door. I thought it was a little cabinet but it's actually a full laundry room or something yeah something like that the woman says nothing scares her and is immediately scared by
0: yeah as soon as she sees him she just screams like
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, well that didn't last long
0: yeah you haven't seen this yet boom so he yeah he immediately tries to kill her
1: well he's got more metal protruding from his body and he's gonna stick a fork in an electrical outlet Mm mm-hmm I think she stabs him in the throat, but it's not enough to kill him anymore because he's become too powerful.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. she stabs him.
1: But she's also kissing him as she's moving the knife around. That's
0: the thing as well. I was like, is he dead? Nope. And then they start making out again. Like, okay.
1: We're going to see him wake. Blood splatters from behind the woman. So the metal penis finally
0: did its job, I guess. I...
1: Guess so, but it's not really clear what's happening in this scene at all. I didn't know, and well, in this movie up until now and beyond, <laughs> who knows what's going on? She could just be exploding for no apparent reason, <laughs> yeah, and maybe. it wouldn't seem out of place in this movie.
0: <laughs> oh, someone just spontaneously exploded. Oh, yeah, Tetsu Iron Man. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he, he, yeah, he does. He does. He he uses the, the drill penis uh, okay. and she dies,
1: basically. I said also likely she is dead from the drill. Yeah. He cries about it, screams in anguish, then he gets in a bath. There are lots of shots of the tiny demon man inside the machinery. He also seems shocked and dies, but he never dies. So no. that's always just a lie. Yeah. There's a video of an older man. He says he can't believe that. I think our main character is still alive. The metal can't be removed or our character will die. That's what he's told. Yeah. There are shots here and throughout the movie. There are small sections of stuff I just don't understand. But this one, like the little demon man is doing something. He's alive again and he's screaming. But I don't know why. I don't understand half of what he does it's at all. Just
0: madness. man. I don't, I don't know.
1: We cut to the dead woman now in the bath. The man is more covered in metal. He gets a phone call. The caller says that our character is a freak. and
0: Yeah, he says, I know, I know all about you. Drop dead, you metal freak.
1: Yeah, which I don't know who that is or why.
0: Nope. Okay.
1: We get the footage of the car crash from earlier. They hit our character, put the body in the car. They are in the woods. And this is where I believe we get their sex scene. And he's watching, even though he's not dead yet.
0: Yeah, so it's like, up until now, I had I thought he was the victim, but it's actually apparent now, like, oh no, he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's the guy that did the hit and run. I always thought it was from his perspective that he was the one that was hit by the car.
1: See, I was confused. I still thought that because our guy is turning into metal, I thought it was the punishment for him trying to shove that rod into his leg. Ah. That somehow it changed him Physically, and that he also took on part of the car.
0: Right. I was thinking it was something to do with the car. I thought he got hit by the car, and now he's turning into metal, and he's going to get revenge or something like that. But it's the exact opposite. I think it would be better if he turned into a car. Yeah. <laughs> to I mean, to he, me, he kind of does at the end. Some kind of weird motorbike thing. It looks like a Hoover. Like a, like a giant Hoover. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on.
1: Maybe. Our character is going to charge himself up
0: by sticking a knife in an electrical outlet. And he gains, he levels up his power. Yeah, yeah. gets more metal. He gets more metal and he can like magnetically crush things now or, or something like that. He, like, he's got magnetic powers all of a sudden. Now, however, our demon
1: guy, we see out on the street carrying flowers and he's now human sized. Mm-hmm. Before he was smurf sized, yeah. tiny, but now he's huge. And we watch him moving sporadically down the street in that stop motion style. In the apartment, we see metal items just crushing themselves. I yeah. guess that's a symbol of his power, our main mm. character's power.
0: He's welding all kinds of stuff together. He kills a cat at some point as well and makes that into metal.
1: Yeah. And
0: then the woman from the bath is
1: alive again. Yep. And she tries to kill our main character again. Yep. And then she seems to be covered in foam for it's no like a, apparent reason. like a
0: cocoon or something like that, yeah.
1: And then it dissolves. And then the demon man is there with flowers. Was he inside her? Of
0: course. <laughs> I don't know why are you asking me <laughs> I've got no no clue no clue at all but yeah she changes into the guy we've been seeing in the vision yeah I was thinking like is is he controlling her in some way and that's what and now he's coming out of her like I, I just I don't know what's going on man I've got no idea and then I was thinking like is this the guy they hit with the car like was he some somehow living inside of her <laughs> okay this demon will
1: attack with a TV mm-hmm. and says even our main character's brain will soon be
0: metal. There more imagery of metal pieces and orbs. There's some crazy stop motion stuff going on in this scene. It's all over the place. It's quite it's really good. I I like I like all the stop motion stuff because it must have taken a long time to shoot this this these parts of the movie, you know?
1: There's a man who appears to be trapped in a body bag. There are metal wires surrounding everything, and they start wrapping Mm. around. They begin shaping a person. We see static, and then we see I believe the demon in the station. And the now even more Metal Man (laughs) awakes. Yeah. The Metal Man tries to attack the demon. And that's pretty much the rest of the movie is these two.
0: It's just a big, long, long fight.
1: Yeah. And for me, it definitely goes on a bit much. Because it's all just sensory overload. And never ceasing.
0: Yeah. What was the name of that film we watched? It was a Gaspar Noe film that we watched. Where the introduction was just like... It was just like... Just strobe light the whole time. Enter the void. Enter the void. That's what the whole end of this film is like, basically. It's just that. It's crazy. And I loved it, but even for me towards the end, I was like, please stop. Please, I can't take this anymore. You, Please, just let me have some rest. Eventually it does stop, but what a ride, man. What a ride. So they're having this massive, crazy stop motion kind of street fight, I guess. But first, there's a chase
1: because the demon is dressed as a runner for a while. Yeah, there's a hobo that they pass or something. This was weird. He bangs a pipe on a railing. The demon is
0: pain temporarily, I guess. To me, it felt like it hurts. He hits him with the pipe, and it's like it hurts both of them. It's just like they're both. That's why I was thinking, oh, they're both connected, mm. like because he does hit him at one point, and the demon yells in pain as well. So it's like ah, so either they are the same person or they're becoming the same person, and they're starting to meld. But this comes out of nowhere
1: and doesn't really come up again later as far as the hobo. He's just there for this one part. Yeah, he's just there And for he that. seems to attack for no reason.
0: Yeah, he's just like, the guy walks in, he's like, oh, hello, doink.
1: We get lots of clips of stuff from earlier. I think the car crash again, the rod being shoved into the leg. A lot of those things are mixed into the scene. Mm-hmm. There's a part where the demon runner is like launched backwards and the metal man also goes flying. I don't remember if they did it to each other, if the hobo did it at this point. It's just, I I can't even keep track of my notes because (laughs) it doesn't make any sense. I could just skip right to the end and it wouldn't make any difference because none of this really makes any difference to what I would very loosely call as a
0: story. Yeah,
1: It's just fighting and fighting.
0: Yeah, there's a part where basically he's using his powers and he's adding more and more metal to him. He seems to have telekinesis at this point. Yeah, yeah. So he's like adding more and more metal to him. And at one point, the guy's hand falls off. And I was like, it's just a pipe left in its place. I was like, oh, it's just a pipe. No, it's a (laughs) flamethrower. Yeah.
1: I knew as soon as the hand fell off that it was going to be a weapon of some sort. Yeah. But the hand falls off in a really weird way. It doesn't just fall off. It almost gets shoved out. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the tube. It it doesn't make any sense, but fine. We get voiceover, though, that starts at this point, where the demon starts talking Mm -hmm. and saying, oh, you've got rust on the body. That's from you putting in the implant. We're going to assimilate everything about you, something like that. Yeah. He even references that first time he's shaving and there's mm-hmm. the metal piece on the cheek and says how that was stainless steel or something. Right. So I think that that didn't affect him as much. It's the rusty iron that seems to be affecting him.
0: Yep. It should have went with Teflon or stainless steel. Yeah. None of that rusty iron stuff.
1: The demon laughs, moves forward to attack. They both have a grip on each other. The demon laughs, says, your future is metal. (laughs) The metal man, his drill crushes him, I think. The metal man laughs. Yeah, so it's crushing the demon, I think. The metal man laughs and the demon screams. The demon appears to be killed again. Then the metal man appears to have multiple heads now. Yes. Okay. Uh, some extend on long necks. Mm-hmm. Don't know what was going on there. Just some um, looks good, I guess. We get a crushing sound. The loud saxophone music again. We see the man and the demon. They're looking at each other. The metal faces yell and groan. There's an explosion sound. The music stops. It's quiet outside. Clouds are dark. They're rolling in. And the metal creature is much bigger.
0: Yeah, Huge
1: huge they are now one (laughs) and the demon says they can rust the world into dust
0: yes he says now we 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 can mutate the whole world we'll turn the universe to rust (laughs) and the metal man agrees for some reason yeah it's like it's like this whole film is basically a villain's backstory it's like watching a villain from one punch man get made it's brilliant
1: The demon says, our love can destroy the world. And the new creature speeds down the street in that first person point of view.
0: Yeah, and it's like, so the car driver guy is, he's the motorbike. And the demon guy is the guy on top, I guess, yeah?
1: I didn't really see it that way. To me, I just feel that they are one weird, strange creature that's been lumped together. Because
0: there's a face on the bottom, yeah. Yeah, And and that's the... The bike part. Yes, if it's, if it's a motorbike. I,
1: you keep saying that, but I just feel like it's a structure or something. It doesn't mm. really seem to have wheels. It doesn't seem to have anything. They just seem to be lumped together in this mm. metal monster. Yeah. Also, the fact that he's referred to that rusty piece you put in your leg makes me think it's the same guy. Mm. So I don't know if the fetishist and our guy are the same, if they've been combined into one. I don't know where the demon came from, if he's meant to be one of them. Mm. But the weirdest thing is it's about love. Yeah. And it's a love story. It's a love story between what appears to be two men. who just love metal. What I say is they had to destroy the woman that came between them, Mm -hmm. both in their own way, in order to Find each other. It's
0: a happy ending.
1: It's not a happy ending because she's dead <laughs> twice over. Twice. At least. I just... I don't know. I don't know about this movie. It's not one I would really recommend to people because of just... it. It's gross and weird and there just isn't much of a story. But yet, if you want crazy visuals, here you go.
0: I mean, it's... I, I don't know. I would recommend that. I wouldn't recommend this to everybody. I wouldn't say to my mom, hey, you got to watch Tetsuo Iron Man. Would you torture people say, oh, I've got Iron Man, let's put it on. And then <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Instead, they get this. Have you seen the original Iron Man? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I would recommend this to anyone who likes weird stuff and who has not seen this. Because this is a ride. And even at the end of the movie, at the end of the credits, it says, game over. <laughs> did you, did you, yes. you, it's a weird ride. It's like you just go and you take it and you get to the end. And it's just like, what did I just witness? What the hell was that? You've seen this before. I did watched it- about half an hour of it. Oh no, 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 no! I must have watched about fifteen minutes of it because I don't remember any of the back stuff. I remember I watched up to about after the subway scene, kind of thing. Maybe I don't. I don't know why we stopped watching. I was watching it with friends. This, this was one of these films that was on like Channel Four midnight kind of stuff. I can't believe they would have ever shown this one. Oh, they did. They did. They had. They, 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 they wow. had a. They had a, a weird. It was like a. I don't know. A Tuesday night at. 1 a.m. Where they would showcase weird, weird foreign films. And this was on, and I only ever got to see a little bit of it. But I remember thinking, wow, that was pretty cool. And that's why I said to you, I'm going to watch this. And I watched it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I did not see this whole film back in the day. All right. I was wondering if it had held up to you. Now I really enjoyed time. it this time. It's like I, I if I'd seen it before, it, maybe it was better now because, like, maybe it would have it gotten better because I really, really enjoyed it this time around. I thought, I think this is a fantastic film. Do you think you're going to watch it again? I might, I might, I might watch three. Now that you said there's a third one, I know, I know there's a second one. Have you seen the second? One? No, but I'd like to. And I've seen the trailer for. It. I watched bits of it on YouTube, and it looks, it looks ridiculous. And it's full color. Does he have a
1: giant hammer? I think the, it's called the Hammer Man.
0: I don't know if he does. I didn't see that in the in the trailer, but it's it's more or less the same movie, just done again, but with a slightly different story. So it doesn't continue on. We don't no, see this I creature. Think it's a reboot, off. basically. I wonder if he did it
1: three times.
0: Uh, probably. Uh, Put it this way: I'm definitely tempted to watch it. I, I I would like to watch it just to see how 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 it goes. But And the third one. I I'm get, just I'll give not it a shot.
1: sure I could. I. Could maybe do it if we were watching it together or something. right? But I just don't foresee myself wanting to put myself through that again. It was just so much sensory overload for me. Mm -hmm. I found it very difficult and at times almost painful to watch. You can do artsy, wild, I'm going to shock you stuff for about 20 minutes and then I start to tune out. Mm -hmm. And that happened a lot with this one. Just like, oh, okay, there's a giant drill. Okay, somebody else is dying. And when people just keep dying and coming back to life, I, I I definitely can't have that much emotion. You just died two minutes ago, and now you're back, and now you're dying again. I feel nothing. <laughs> you, you've, you've broken that part of me for at least this movie. Uh, I, I don't really care about you. I don't even know who is who. I don't know any name. I don't know anything about any of these people. Yeah. It's just not for me. Have at it. Tell me if the others are any good, but I think I'll be more of the same. This for me was one and done, and, and I'm happy to move on.
0: Gaps filled, the more gaps created. Hello,
1: and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin.
0: I'm Darren. Oh, wait, the air console. <laughs> I'm too excited to talk about Tensu Iron Man. I forgot to turn Maybe it off. Maybe I should just let you do this. It's going
1: to be nothing but censorship on my end. Uh, <laughs>